Hey Pit Fam, this is part two of our episode about image, growth, and self-discovery with Jason and Justin of the J-Rod Twins. If you missed out on part one, definitely listen in for context as Juju and JJ open up about their struggles and growing pains as public figures and behind the screen as men. I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. That's a great setup for this next question that we're going to go into just Mm. Here's some Jason questions okay. that we have. Yes. <laughs> Juju can take a break for now. I'm going to sit back and sip on my white claw. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, if you weren't a twin with Justin, what do you think you'd be doing for a living now? Like, what do you think your life would be like? Yeah, I don't know. To be honest, like I dabbled into everything in high school, middle school. I had a very short attention span. Always like to experiment and to try new things. You could be a pro tennis player. Maybe, to be honest, like if I really put my mind to it, I could have been playing tennis competitively. Maybe I could have been something that I'd get my hands dirty doing. Yeah. Maybe a plumber or something. I don't, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like building stuff? <laughs> building, yeah. The options are endless. There's just so many opportunities. Oh, I was going to say, I have a feeling I knew what you would have been doing if you weren't pursuing YouTube with me. Mm. You'd be pursuing YouTube by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly guess, what you'd be doing. You know what? I actually, I actually didn't think of the question like that because I said if I wasn't a twin and I just didn't know like, oh, if my twin never existed and I was just like one person, you know, <laughs> but if you know, yeah, but like say if I wasn't part of Jera twins and yeah, maybe I would be doing my prank channel still or like doing something on my own. Well, all of that is still very possible as you guys continue on this journey. Yeah. He moved home just to pull pranks on his family. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you are definitely really positive and happy and just very bubbly every single time we talk with you. But like, are there things that irk you or, you know, can really make you tick? Or things that you worry about and struggle with that we may not see that side of you? I think I have a really high standards for myself which can really backfire sometimes. Anything I do, really, I'm I'm really hard on myself. Over the years, that's something I've been trying to work on too, is to just become less of a perfectionist, Mm. whether it's editing or filming a video and not getting first take right. I think, I don't know, I feel like I like became more of a perfectionist the more I worked with Justin. (laughs) I don't know, we're all our worst critics Mm. And so, you know, you put two two people <laughs> together and it's just like, it gets intense sometimes. We can relate to that. Yeah. You, Regina still have to work through that. Yeah. yeah. Of like, you don't want to let the other person down or you're like, oh, shoot, I didn't say that the right way or I didn't do right. it the right way. And then when you're going through the editing, editing is actually the worst part because then you're just really like <laughs> every uh, Yeah, you're really nitpicking like everything that needs to be recorded or filmed is already done. And you're like, oh, my God, how do I fix this? You know? Yeah. But as far as things that like get me kind of mad, I had to think of instances where I would get like really mad. And I don't think I'm the type to get mad very easily. Mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person that would, you know, if someone cuts you off and I'll just like cuss at the person who cuts me off in traffic or something, like I'm mm-hmm. pretty chill about those things. Whereas, you know, I have friends who do do that and that does annoy me. I'm like, dude, it's not a big deal. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. I think narrow minded people, bad listeners. And if we're talking about people. Yeah, yeah. People who like are manipulative. Mm-hmm. I think those are the instances 
that really get me mad if I come across people like that. Either they have really, really negative vibes or they're just trying to take advantage of a situation or something like that. That's why I asked that question because that question was for me because I was like, I've never seen Jason mad. <laughs> I don't know what he ever gets mad at. Like the things that we've talked about before, I'm like, Jason is always just like, yeah, no, I can see that. He, like he's very good about, uh, both of you guys are about like having a lot of empathy for both sides. And I'm like, how can you have empathy for the other side? And he's like, no, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> and then he's like, well, but I still want to make sure that that person's okay. You know, I really want to hear. Yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, I admire that so much. No, yeah, for sure. Like even those kind of people that I just mentioned of like, I'm fully aware that, you know, there's root issues that cause people to be like that. And so, yeah, I do try to be patient with even those people. And, you know, some of those people could even be some of my closest friends sometimes, you know, there's Mm -hmm. like, there's moments. And I think those are the things that can get to me if it reaches that threshold. Totally. Now this question, I think it's because like really wanting to hear how you guys would answer this. I asked Jason this where... What about Justin do you love the most? And like, what do you worry about him the most? Hmm. That he looks like me. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That he's cute. (laughs) He's probably one of the coolest dudes I've ever met, to be honest. I think we played this game two Christmases ago where we came up with five keywords that like best described each other. Yeah, a few words that came to mind was that he's very ambitious. For some reason, I just never perceived him as a person who was ambitious. But like I had this light bulb moment the other day where I'm like, oh, my gosh, if Justin wasn't in the equation, like I don't think we would have ever achieved everything we achieved in JR Twins because he Mm. really was the freaking fire, like the passion. Mm. I was just the guy who was like into YouTube, but I just happened to know how to play guitar and like ended up knowing how to sing harmonies. (laughs) And so, you know, things worked out, but he really was like the passion behind it. And so, yeah, that's where the ambition comes from. And also even like the whole Airbnb thing, like that was him. Mm. That was all him. Mm. You know, he contacted the landlords. He, you know, went to the meetings with people and stuff. And I'm just like, what the heck? Who is this guy? (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, wow, either he leveled up or I just totally did not see this, you know, all this time. Mm. And so, yeah, he is very disciplined, which is something that I also lack is discipline. You know, like my short attention span and all that, my ADHD, whatever, my side self-diagnosed ADHD. He is very kind-hearted, very empathetic, and he's emotionally intelligent. He's a good listener and he's a really good listener. He definitely is. Oh, so sweet. Oh, thank you, brother. Are there things that you worry for him? The most? I'm not worried at all, to be honest. Oh. Interesting. Oh. I'm not. I'm not worried. Justin's like, oh, oh okay. I'm gonna have to dial back my list then. Let me change my answer. Yeah. <laughs> no, like to be honest, I mean, Justin might be worried about me, and he has a lot of good reasons to be. But I've told Justin for a while. You know, I've been trying to push Justin to just do him and be him and. I mean, well, at the same time, I was fully aware of like, you know, he'll do it when he's ready, like coming out Mm -hmm. and stuff. But Mm -hmm. I've really been pushing him to just try to be himself Mm. unapologetically. Mm. And, you know, I would try to do it in subtle ways, like whether it's posting Justin doing his makeup or like trying to like (laughs) trying to be that dad. Right. So like (laughs) just find opportunities to like let Justin's true colors like shine. But at the same time, I wanted to respect his boundaries and stuff, too. So. You know, he's been ready. This guy's been ready to like thrive and do his thing for a long time. And I'm really glad that day came. Mm. I was worried before, before he came out, I was worried that he would never reach that day Mm. where he would like come out to the fans and like publicly and just really feel confident in his own skin. Mm. But he's, he's good now. 
Go, go, go do you, boo boo. <laughs> Oh. I'm sending you off. <laughs> Your little boy's all grown up now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, thank you, Jason, for answering a lot of these tough questions. I mean, I know you guys share, you guys love for each other. You guys see it. You guys live it, you know, loving each other. So I know sometimes being put on the spot like that isn't easy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's move on to Justin. All right. Justin, what is your truth and who is Justin? This is the toughest question. This is hands down the toughest question in the entire prompt. (laughs) I'm still figuring that out. Mm, And I'm in such a huge transitional period right now. I just came out publicly four months ago. Jason Mm. just moved away a month ago. Mm. You know, like literally. Lots of changes this year. So many changes. (laughs) And so I'm just like, I'm taking it day by day. I just really want to focus in on the things I enjoy doing, the things that get me excited, the things that brought me joy in the past that I just have completely sidelined. I just want to rediscover what I'm passionate about again as an individual, mm-hmm. and we'll see where that takes me. That's my truth right now. That That is just my truth right now. Still in the discovery phase. I, I mean, am. I think yeah. that that's okay. And I'm embracing it. You know, like I, yeah. I'd say a year ago, I would be like, oh my God, I'm almost entering my 30s. Like I should know who I am and mm-hmm. I should be so much more established, but... We will be reborn again before our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I truly believe and I feel that 30 is a new 20. So I'm so excited I'm just, I'm so excited to embark this new journey. So that's, that's my truth. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I feel it. Justin, don't you feel that with the unknown, what you said, like before you're like, oh, my thirties, I should know and all of that. Right. Mm-hmm. That there's so much more peace. There's so much more genuine there excitement is. in just discovery. Yeah. Like once you embrace it, right? Once you stop resisting, you know, just like surrender, yes. just surrender. Yes. <laughs> just surrender. <laughs> Take me. I love surrendering. <laughs> Take me, universe. Oh, oh, it's turning into that type of okay, here we go. Christine here. As 2020 is winding down, I know more than ever that exhausted, I'm over it feeling. It's been a heavy year full of tough lessons, and therapy has made the biggest difference in processing what all of that means for me. Mental health is something that affects us daily, if not minute by minute. And by investing in myself and working with my therapist at BetterHelp, I get out all that inner turmoil and noise that clouds my thoughts, especially when I get triggered. Perfectly Imperfect has been so proud to team up with BetterHelp this year to offer our listeners 10% off your first month. BetterHelp is the world's largest online counseling service. You work with licensed, accredited, and professional counselors to get the counseling you're looking for. Whether it's depression, anger, stress, anxiety, trouble sleeping, trauma, and anything you share is confidential. So be sure to visit BetterHelp and use our link betterhelp.com slash pip to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash P-I-P. Take care of yourselves, Pip fam, and stay healthy, especially during this holiday season. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year, but we have the perfect idea to bring the family closer together. StoryWorth is a fun and easy way to share stories and life lessons with your friends and family. It's an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun way to better understand the complexities of your family history and a wonderful way to stay connected during these unprecedented times. Each week, StoryWorth emails a family member of your choice a different story prompt or question you've never thought to ask. Like, what's a small decision you made that ended up having a big impact on your life? And if you could see into the future, what would you like to find out? 
After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that's shipped for free. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash perfectly imperfect. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash perfectly imperfect for $10 off. So I know since coming out, you said four months ago publicly. And again, if you guys want to hear more of Justin's journey throughout, and he really talks about how he discovered when, spoiler alert, age eight, <laughs> started to realize things. And then when he came out to Jason and his family, all of that, definitely listen to ABG's episode. But since coming out, I know it's been four months. And it's during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah. how, how has it been? Has it been different now that you've come out in your dating life or just even how you feel, how you walk around? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel a huge difference. There's just a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. I don't have to worry about just like the little things like posting on social media, right? Like it was just yeah. a me thing. I turned it into such a huge deal where I was like, I cannot post myself doing skincare. Just little things that I thought would even hint at me being gay, right? Mm. I'm just mm. like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm finally past that, you know? Mm. I'm sure there was a lot of like little things, little things that we probably never would have thought about, but for you, right. it was exactly. like, oh, my was pinky just, is oh. too flamboyant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> my, my wrists are too bent or my butt shakes to the left and to the right too much as I walk. <laughs> No, but honestly, Jason was such a huge part of me, like embracing myself because like he said, he would always do these little things, right? Like post on social media, try to get me to do my makeup and like even do his makeup, right? He'll like even sacrifice himself. He'd be like, okay, you can put makeup on me and then I'll post about it. And like, just like little hints and it was like baby steps, right? And Mm. I really give him a lot of credit for actually helping me like fully embrace myself. Love you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And I think like having a really strong support team is so important, just in general. And that if you don't feel like you have that in your life, this is what I realized, then go, go find these people. Because there are people out there that want you to thrive. They will do what they can to help you be your best self and how you define it. I love that you guys have that for each other. More of the stuff now where I know you're excited and everything is just like flipping a new page. Are there still struggles and triggers that might come up for you that get in the way of you embracing just who you are right now and speaking your truth? Mm. Yeah. I think social media is probably a huge thing for everyone. Well, specifically for me, I try to limit my social media use because I know social media can affect me on a very deep level if I consume too much of it. And so I try to limit my use to like later in the day. I never start social media at the beginning of the day. I don't even look at my phone in the morning and I just keep my head a blank slate because if I get distracted by too much of the noise and just go down that really ugly path of like comparison and like all this stuff, it gets so toxic. Right now, like Jason and I pursue being a creator full time, right? So we have to be on social media, but Mm -hmm. I've just really learned to use it more wisely, you know, like just limit it and know that when I need a break from it, like I can, and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Like, I'm not going to feel like, oh, I'm not being productive because I'm not posting on my stories, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and everyone else is, (laughs) you know, you just feel like you're behind or something. Yeah. And so I'm just in control of my emotions. You know, I'm I'm in control. Take control. (laughs) You know, I love that. That's what I do. I take control of my emotions. Yeah. 
Control and surrender. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. That's very contradicting. Yeah. It's a balance. It's a balance. Surrender to reality. Don't surrender to fake reality. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> don't exactly. get the two mixed up. But yeah. I think that in, in an industry where, and like a job and a profession where it does require so much social media, it's so hard to separate the two because, you know, when you're on social media, you're like, ooh, I need to post a photo that's like interesting enough that people will care to even read the caption and then oh my caption needs to be you know x y and z and then the social media will give you a number of people who (sighs) like it or don't like it or looked at you know all of that stuff which is you know in theory it's good for business you know it really is but at the same time it's so (laughs) damaging it's so So bad yeah i mean i i've been trying i know i need to be better about like also putting my phone away and not having that be the last thing i look at before i go to bed and first thing i look at when i wake up in the mornings but yeah Yeah. social media is just i think it's like yeah what you said justin about i mean that's just going to be in our lives unless you're one of those people who's like i'm gonna delete everything i'll throw away my iphone into the ocean and just live out in (laughs) nature but being able to really get in the habit and get really good in grounding yourself Mm -hmm. because there's always going to be triggers there's always going to be something we're asian we're always going to feel like we're not doing enough (laughs) just like the natural competitiveness And rewiring that part. And that takes so much work in exactly what all four of us, right? Like doing this like self-discovery and figuring out what's our truth and how to honor that because Mm -hmm. choosing that, that can be hard, especially when our default inner critic and all these things just come up and they're yelling at you Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. they want to protect you. So I think, yeah, getting into what 2020 has been is just settling, almost forcing us to like reevaluate and reflect. Is this how you want the rest of your life to be like? And I think (laughs) there's a lot of things I'm like, no. (laughs) Okay. So Justin, a couple of last questions. I've said this many times, even just in this episode, but you're one of the most open-minded people that I know. And during this time where everyone has an opinion and they all seem to be fighting and it's hard to take in other people's opposing view, how do you stay open-minded with people that you disagree with? Listening. I think listening is probably something that Jason and I both actually use as a really powerful tool to like get through to people. Mm. Even in our own household, right? Even with mom. Mom is, you know, she's pretty strict in her ways, right? It took us a lot of time and listening to her instead of trying to force something on her, mm. like which a lot of people are really good at nowadays, trying to force mm-hmm. opinions on other people. Yeah, I feel like that's just the wrong approach. And listening will allow for, you know, that opportunity to happen for messages to get across for that dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dialogue. Yeah. And I feel like listening just even gives you a fighting chance <laughs> of having that conversation. That's always been mine and my brother's approach, right? Mm -hmm. But how do you guys like not get upset if someone's saying, no, what you guys believe, your core moral values and ethics are totally not what I think. And that's wrong. Like, how do you guys not get sucked into that? Well, I think we always try to focus on like the root reason why they are the way they are. We don't just take it at like surface level. Yeah. Like, okay, Mm. yeah, they're being mean. But it's like, why are they being mean? There's something going on at home. Yeah. Maybe they were brought up a certain way in their household. Yeah. No one's born evil. At least I believe no one's born evil. No one's born good. It's just mm-hmm. all a matter of the hands that you're dealt. I think if yeah. you look at it like that, where there's always good in people. Yeah, I feel like when you do listen to someone, that's when they feel understood and they're willing to actually have a genuine, vulnerable conversation and not have their defenses so high because they still feel like they're not understood. So yeah, I feel like our first step is to always make sure someone feels understood. <laughs> that's exactly now looking at it 
how our conversations went when I went off on a rant and all those times and you guys would be like, hmm, yeah, yeah. And then then you'd be like, yeah, but you know, sometimes. (laughs) And I'll be like, yeah, you guys have a point. (laughs) Look, our relationship has grown and you guys were able to share your guys' thoughts and opinions and I was able to take it in at such a hot, like I was really angry then. So that says a lot. And that's yeah. really great advice. Thank yeah. you. I think listening and then secondly, asking questions. Yes. You guys are great at that. that. And ob- this is what this podcast has been the whole two hours. But <laughs> yeah, I think listening and then following up with asking questions, like genuinely asking questions because you're curious, because you're trying to understand mm-hmm. rather than trying to make a point. Mm. Maybe you guys should be life coaches. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And just to wrap things up, Justin, we're going to ask you the same question. So what about Jason do you love the most? And what about Jason do you worry for him the most? Okay. When Jason left to Seattle, I didn't know how much I would be affected by him leaving. The night before he had to leave for the airport, I remember feeling like, okay, this is going to be nothing. This is going to be a piece of cake. Like I'll be able to survive on my own without him. This is nothing. The day he leaves, I ball my eyes out, <laughs> you know? Aww. And so I'm like, why am I crying right now? Like, why am I sad? I should be excited. I have this whole apartment to myself. I could have little <laughs> Netflix and chills. <laughs> we don't have to schedule anymore. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I feel like he made me feel safe. And mm-hmm. he just had this presence about him that like, when I wake up in the morning, I just feel safe. I feel like... I mean, from observation, Jason is what, a minute older? <laughs> no. Is he so, a minute older? So Jason is 56 mm-hmm. minutes older. Oh, but, oh, oh your poor mother. Oh I know. <laughs> but I've always acted like the older brother, I feel like. <laughs> I, have. I think yes and no. I think you guys like stand up for each other in different ways. This is why it's like a married couple. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and you see that. Mm-hmm. You know, even what you shared about your process of your whole journey of your identity and Jason being there for you as he himself in trying to what that means as a family member, as a brother, as your twin. Mm-hmm. And to have that amount of love and empathy and just seeing outside of himself for you as his 56 minute younger brother <laughs> and guiding you. And also even just like your guys' journey of him wanting to support you with music. Yeah. I think even just seeing like he sees the best in you and wanting to do whatever he can to help you be that. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for helping uh, pry this out of me because I can think of some things now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I just feel like he was another version of myself. And so for someone to move away, I felt like a part of me left with him. Yeah, it it was just really sad. I felt true heartbreak for the first time. I haven't been in a relationship long enough where I felt like a really true deep heartbreak like I did with my brother. This was a 29-year relationship, you know? <laughs> and so nothing tops to that. We started as roommates and, you know, like... <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I guess simply put, you know, like he fully understands me for me and I fully understand him for him. And to have someone like that in your life just leave, it's kind of like a reset button. I kind of had to like start over in a way, you know, find mm-hmm. new relationships, put myself out of my comfort zone and like rebuild that, you know? Right. I had that every day and then all of a sudden it's gone. Timing too, right? Where like you just starting your journey in the self-discovery, this new chapter, and then 
Jason, who's been with you for so long during this journey, and it's like, oh, well, brother, you're on your own now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. It was just yeah. so effortless, like effortless companionship. And I think that's all mm-hmm. of our goals at the end of the day. So like, that's kind of our natural innate human desire is to like, find someone who you can just be effortless around. So you don't have to like wear mm-hmm. makeup around. You don't have to like have a worry in the world, a care in the world. You can just like be 100% natural and candid with someone. And that's, I think, when we parted ways, like we both felt that. Mm. Right. So Justin, what you said about safe, that really does encompass that Mm -hmm. feeling. Yeah. What about Jason? Do you worry the most for? I feel like Jason sometimes doesn't prioritize himself enough. Mm. Because I don't think Jason goes out and seeks to like find people to help. But if there's people that are around him that need help, he will drop everything he's doing and literally Mm. just sacrifice himself for whatever their needs are. I mean, that's a really good trait of his. But at the same time, especially during this transitional period, I think it's really important for him to really set aside time for himself too. So I do worry that he doesn't focus on himself enough. And I really hope that he does when he's up in Seattle. Mm. Like my tendency is to micromanage him. And so I'm not going to be there to do that anymore. (laughs) And so I can do it through FaceTime, but it's not as, you know. He just won't answer it. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, there's my manager. End. (laughs) So. Yeah, no, those are really sweet and loving answers. To end this episode, to really get everyone's quick take, what advice would you give to our listeners who feel lost and are trying to find purpose? How do they stay true to themselves? I'll start simple. I think for me, what really helped me get through just finding myself was journaling. Literally, write in your journal. Take the time to sit down and write what you value in life. What do you like? What gets you excited? What keeps you up at night? I literally just had to start. It's going to be very hard to crop that out, Justin. <laughs> hey, you, Justin, Justin, you know how I know? Because I have experience. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, Justin, we're going to string all your literally into <laughs> a compilation. Into one audio clip. Yeah. It's okay. As long as the listeners know that we're aware, it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 We'll just, we'll just um, let it go. At least they're going to know how to separate you and Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I, I was just going to say it again. <laughs> I just pulled out my journal. I sat down and I wrote what I like to do, what gets me excited. Sometimes you just have to start simple in order to figure something out like that. Set aside time for yourself to reflect. Something like that really helped me be more aware of what I need and what like fulfills me. Mm, yeah, so true. Getting all of the internal stuff that you feel onto a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important because you actually go through the process of writing it mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and then you see it for yourself. Because you could be in your thoughts all day long and then not really know or process what any of that means. Yeah. But when you actually have to write it out, you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah. I literally say literally. <laughs> literally <laughs> and it's a great thing to like refer back to, right? If you have it in writing. Yeah. And I do that all the time. So that was something that really helped me recently. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason? Yeah, I mean, I did exactly that. Exactly what Justin just mentioned. Yeah, I've been journaling a lot. I've been trying to just listen to myself, learn more about myself through journaling because you're just kind of having this internal dialogue with yourself. I mean, on paper, sometimes if you just take your pen out and you start writing, you'll write things out that you never thought you would write. And then sometimes Mm -hmm. you just learn about yourself. I think as far as like trying to be proactive and doing something to help yourself snap out of whatever situation you're in, trying something new. I think maybe doing something Mm -hmm. to change your daily routine. 
that's something that's been helping me is I've been trying to, well, I'm actually in the self-mastery course right now where- hmm. Oh, <laughs> just throw that in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure if you guys know Joe from JK Films. Shout out to Joe, oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah. He has like, it's called 90 Days to Freedom. And basically it's about like changing your mindset and like rewiring your brain and just creating different habits in your life. And that's something I've been doing a lot is making one small decision every day to change your routine or change your habit. I feel like if something's not working, something has to change. And so even the smallest bit of change can like spark something, can like give you a light bulb moment, can like, mm. oh yeah, can do something. So yeah, just like doing something. Yeah. And yeah, like the whole idea of his courses and I'm promoting his course right now, not, <laughs> not paid. And basically what it is, is it's, it's a dollar a day. It's 90 days to freedom. So you have a lesson each day and you basically journal. So he gives you these prompts and you journal and you learn about yourself. And the whole idea is that like, yeah, you make one small decision every day for 90 days and you may not get any results within the first week, within the first month. But when you look back after the 90 days, you'll realize that like, wow, you know, you can create a lot of change by just doing something so little every single day. So yeah, if you guys are interested, go on Joel's Instagram or something, but it's called 90 Days to Freedom. That's what I'm doing right now to like change my mindset and to have positive psychology and just use my imagination again and like get rid of all of my limiting beliefs and stuff. It's been amazing so far, just these past 15 days. Like a lot of it is also what you make of it too, because, you know, of course you can, you can hear wise words, but it's all a matter of like what you do with it. Because you can find this stuff everywhere on the internet, but if you just don't stay disciplined and for whatever reason you're not invested then it's really hard to stick to it. But I like, I paid 90 bucks and I feel like more than ever, I like need something like that. It's a good time to like be in a course mm -hmm. like that. So I've seen a change. So <laughs> yeah, yeah no, awesome. I believe it. We'll link it down below because mm -hmm. I've seen him talk about it. And Joe is so he's a character interesting and inspiring. I saw that he like moved out of his house and he's trying to minimize. I feel like something just shifted in him and it's so inspiring. And especially when it's like, when you feel lost, the very thing to do is to go within. It sounds simple. It really is because the answers are in there. But how you get there, how you get the answers within, that's where what works for each person, whether it's like going out to the beach and then it's like, I'm going to be in nature or I'm going to sign up for a course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love what you said about Joe's program, which is what it actually seems to be doing is developing the habit of not being afraid to try something mm -hmm. and take it as small as possible. You really get to see the power of each day, each little thing can make a difference. And you've done it because when you go back and look at the 90 days, you're like, oh, shoot, I've done a lot of things, things that I never thought I would do. I did it. You know, yeah. when before the very thing that prevents us from starting something is the thought of starting it. Mm -hmm. I think it's yes. like those little tools that you'll get in the self-discovery and believing that you will. We're not taught, we're not given, especially as Asians, on what it means to self-explore, self-discover mm -hmm. and go through kind of this evolution that feels awkward. Our go-to is like, there's something wrong with us mm -hmm. or why don't we have our stuff together? Right. But the actual thing that through my experience is like, that's totally the wrong take. It's that you've outgrown your shell. If you're like the hermit crab, it's like, it's getting too tight. It's time to find a new shell that just helps you thrive and be bigger step into your next self mm -hmm. what about you Regina for me it's definitely like prioritizing myself 
I feel like I relate to the twins a lot where I'm just like, oh, I'm just very go with the flow. Like other people have opinions and I'm like, sure, that sounds good. And then I feel like I ended up in my late 20s not knowing who I was, not knowing what I liked, not knowing what I wanted to do, not knowing. Like, I think that there were things that would spark joy, but I think to be able to like string that all together and really like invest in the things that really do make me happy. Journaling is definitely something that we talk about on this podcast over and over again. So I love that you guys brought that up too. But just we also sell journals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag that Flat is ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's use your journal. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it's just like really looking within, as you guys said, and then investing in ourselves and, you know, doing things that make us happy, not because somebody else wants to do it or somebody else told us to do it. Like, I think that is how I spent most of my life having others dictate my life this past year, two years since I've moved home. It's just been a path of like self-discovery of like, okay, what are the things that I actually want to do? And like, what is that fear that keeps holding me back? And what am I so scared of at the end of the day? Like really, thinking those things Mm -hmm. through and then investing in myself, whether it's, you know, picking up a new hobby or, you know, taking a break, spending less time on social media, like whatever that looks like to you, Mm -hmm. invest in that. Exactly what Christine says, you know, those little things will add up and eventually it'll just make sense. It may not make sense now, but hopefully one day, Christine, tell us on the other side of 30, (laughs) what it, what it looks like. (laughs) I heard that the 40 is a new 20. Yeah. All right, we'll we'll get another do-over when we're 40 then. But it's definitely about like just investing in yourself and understanding what makes you tick, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Love it, love it. And paying attention to that because it's not something to dismiss Mm -hmm. and you're worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Was it Justin or Jason who said like your story is worth being told? Justin. Justin. Oh, no one can tell your story but you. Yes. Yeah. That's a perfect way to end it. No one could tell your story but you. Your untold stories. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Untold stories. Let's go. Well, thank you guys so much. I mean, we took up two hours. We were like, oh, we're just going to record for an hour. And it just, this is how it goes, right? You open up and you just got to go with Mm -hmm. it. Thank you guys for sharing. I know these were difficult questions, but you guys dug in there. You guys were vulnerable. I know so many people listening to it will find it so helpful. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Where can people find you guys? You can find us on YouTube, Instagram. Those are the two main things. We're probably more active on Instagram right now. Just look up J-Rod Twins, J-R-O-D Twins. And I also want to just thank you guys too. It's been pretty awesome talking about the things that we talked about on this episode. I honestly never thought this day would come where we could like candidly talk about these topics, especially Justin coming out like, wow, it's crazy. It's crazy to be able to talk about these things and to be able to be vulnerable and And I'm really happy for you guys. You know, you guys have this platform that allows people to have this safe space where they can really dig deep. And you guys ask all the right (laughs) questions and they can definitely be tough. But, you know, that's part of the journey to self-discovery. And you guys keep doing what you guys are doing. It's awesome. Thanks. It's really because totally understanding the power of each of our stories and how impactful and even life-changing it could be for others to hear Mm -hmm. it. So it really does take you guys sharing really uncomfortable things that might have been before, but realizing those are the things that it's you 
So what is there to be ashamed of? Or we're all human, mm -hmm. right? And we all have yeah. those moments. And the more that we can share that, the more that we can connect with one another and realize that I am human, you are human. Therefore, we connect. Yeah, yeah. love that. Yeah, I also want to add to opening up like this for me and Jason is a completely new muscle for us. And so mm. I am really grateful that we're on here right now just with you guys. You guys are just helping us practice using that new muscle. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be exciting to see where this new journey leads us. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's nice to know that we're not nervous about unpacking this stuff anymore, yeah. but yeah. we're actually excited about unpacking it. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's an yeah. oh, such a difference. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing shift. And we're so, so grateful that you guys answered our questions so candidly and just really opened yourselves up. It's not an easy process. Mm -hmm. We definitely can relate. But thank you guys so, so much for joining us. We will be sure to link all of their information down in the description down below. So be sure to check them out. And we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, the stars so Yeah, the stars so